BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Okay. All right. Well, it's that time for morning. Well, good morning, everybody. It's Thursday. Angela Yee was just on. She's broadcasting from the crib. Charlemagne is uh. Running a little late, so um, we're just holding it down today. Hopefully, you guys had a great day. Yesterday, I announced that I am doing my uh, a car show in Alabama, so I've been getting all that ready. Uh, Huntsville, Alabama, to be exact. And I've been learning a lot about Huntsville, uh, Alabama. I've learned it's one of the, the, the best cities that a lot of people are moving to. I heard as far as real estate, the real estate is growing at, at, at an extreme rate. And as far as Alabama is one of the biggest cities in Alabama. So I've been learning a lot about Alabama. So shout out to everybody out in Alabama. I can't wait for you guys to come to the car show November 27th, which is uh, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. If you haven't got your tickets, click the link in my bio. And it's it's a family fun event. So if you're close to whether you're in uh, parts of Georgia or parts of Florida, Make the trip. I know it's, they're having a, a big weekend. I know Auburn plays Alabama, and it's like a huge weekend. They got hundreds of thousands of people in the city. So that will be the finale car show. So I can't wait to see you guys. It's uh, games for kids. It's uh, roller skating rinks. It's 
cool cars, celebrity cars. People stop through. Uh, we teach kids how to uh, double dutch. It's face painting, food trucks. And then uh, we have some like uh, adult activities like the bar just in case. So uh, can't wait to see you guys November 27th. So if you haven't got your tickets, you know, definitely get your tickets and definitely check it out. All right. Now, today on the show, who's joining us today? Westside Boogie. Westside Boogie will be joining us. Of course, he's an artist from California. I don't know much about the gentleman. I've heard a, a bunch of his songs, but the Breakfast Club will be talking to him this morning and get to learn him, uh, get to know about him a little bit better. And also, uh, we got a worldwide exclusive. All right. This is Bryson Tiller. Don't they usually release music on Fridays? Bryson Tiller says, F that. We're going to release it when I want to release it. All right. Well, we'll uh, here it is. It's called Outside. When we come back, we got front page news. I don't know what he is talking about, but we'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Let's start off with some sports tonight. The Rams take on the Bills. That happens at 8.20 p.m. So NFL season is back, and people are predicting the Bills might go all the way this year. And what else you got, Yeezy? All right. Well, a 19-year-old man has been arrested, and that is after four people were killed and three wounded as he went on a, quote, senseless murder rampage. The suspected shooter has been identified by police as Ezekiel Dewan Kelly. He was apprehended about 9.20 p.m. last night after police issued an urgent warning in Memphis that asked for residents to stay indoors. Now, here he is on Facebook Live because he was actually recording all of this mm. and doing this on Facebook Live. I don't wake on camera. I pull up and do this I don't do What the f***ing say? No faking. No faking. You hear me? This for real. Oh, my mama, Kate, how you think I'm playing? Kate, I'm for sure this This so real, man, guy. So he was just pulling up to random people, just shooting? Yeah, as far as we know right now, it seems like it was random, but the first shooting was around 1 a.m. on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. A man was found fatally shot in a driveway. This all continued until about 4.30 p.m. Now, police did manage to um, apprehend him. A woman was found shot to death around 7.23 p.m. He took her vehicle and fled, and then a man was found shot and wounded around that time as well. They did find... Um, the suspect, he carjacked a person at a gas station and then fled in that person's Dodge Challenger. That Challenger was spotted minutes later. There was a high-speed chase, and then he was arrested without incident, and two weapons were in the car, but they do not know what that motive is. So they don't know why. They don't know how he got these weapons, what made him snap, what made him do that. They don't know anything as of yet. Right now, the mayor uh, of Memphis is calling it a census murder rampage. They said he was released from prison less than six months ago. He had been charged with attempted first-degree murder. He pleaded guilty in April to a lesser charge of aggravated assault and was sentenced to three years in prison last year. He served 11 months, and he was 17 when that incident occurred. And so they said if he had uh, served his full three-year sentence, he would still be in prison today. Yeah, we. I mean... I uh, this this is a tough one because you hear this all the time. You hear about people getting arrested for crimes. They're taking a plea, which is a lesser crime, and not having to serve the full term and serve a couple of months, and then they get back out and then do another, uh, a worse crime. I mean, we have to fix that. Uh, we have to fix our whole system because I'm hearing more and more and more and more stories of this. You know, because I don't want to say it's easy, but you, you, you commit a crime, and then you can, you know, cop out for, to something a lot less and not have to serve very much time. You know, if he should have been in jail for three years, maybe this wouldn't happen. What up, Charlamagne? You know? All right. So he is in custody right now. And um, I guess we'll get more information today when he's in court. Mm. 
All right, a new mom gave birth to twins with different dads. She had sex with two men on the same day. It's a 19-year-old Brazilian woman. They said this is not an impossible thing, but it is a one in a million type of situation. So the woman originally suspected only one of the two men to be the father of the twins. She collected his DNA. It only turned up positive for one of those kids. She said, I remember that I had sex with another man and called him to take the test, which was positive. And she said, I was surprised by the results. I didn't know this could happen. They are very similar. That is wow. And what do you do in that situation? Is she still with one of the fathers? Like, like, how does that work? How does that, like, that's insane. I mean, you know, I don't know if she's with either one of them. That but... is wild. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I'm, I, that, wow. Wow. Well, just one of the fathers actually looks after both of them. I'm not sure if the other dad is in, you know, his child's life at all. But nah, is it an egg? If that's my child. I'm only looking out for my child. The other twin, you on your own. Because what happens now? Who pays the child support for both those kids? Well, Charlamagne, if you just join us, uh, this lady is having you twins. Ladies having twins, and uh, there's two different fathers. That's impossible. <laughs> no, that's the truth. That's what I said. That's impossible. No, it's a true story. Not impossible. She has it's a one impossible. in a million chance. It's a one in a million chance. So I don't she, believe She that. had sex with two dudes in, within a 24-hour period. And, I, I, and, and, I don't believe this story. I just simply don't believe this story. There's so much stupid stuff that we see nowadays that I just don't think is real. This is one of them. They said it occurs in about one out of every 13,000 paternity cases involving twins. So within twins, it's about one out of every 13,000 cases. But they said a lot of times you don't know because there's no reason to do a paternity test on twins. Most people don't do that. But in this situation, she did. That's wild. So did she get a train ran on her? What happened? She just had sex no, with two she, different guys within 25 with two different period. guys. She said... One sperm you know, swam she, right, one swam left with two babies, and boom. They're not the same dad. Jesus Christ. Did she get two different STDs, too? Or just babies? I don't know. Maybe. She could have get crabs and syphilis. I've never heard this in my life. This is un, this is unbelievable. This is new. This is a mutant. I'm telling you. <laughs> they doing things, man. They doing these stuff in the laboratory nowadays, bro. It's impossible. So like, come on, man. So they're not really... Well, I guess they are. Been alive 44 years. I've never heard this ever in my life. Have you ever heard this ever in your life? Never. Well, it's happened now. We heard it. All right. Well, that is Imagine that. Something news. new. Mm-hmm. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like will they score more or less than 30 points, or have more or less than 8 assists. Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with Code Breakfast. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with Code Breakfast. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states. 
For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. Where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both. Your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at Nissan US. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Christian. What's up, MV? What's up, Charlemagne? What's up, Angela Yee? Peace, King. What up, bro? What's up? Get it off your chest. Yo, 
Yo, Envy, go looking for the tickets at the AC Car Show. All love, brother. It, it was wonderful. Everything went good. The food was great. But after I left, everything just, it was horrible. What happened? Did, well, first of all, did you have the turkey leg hut? Did you have all the good food, the empanadas? I tried to, I tried to get some turkey legs, but they, they was they was done already. Oh, they sold out, yeah. Yeah. But listen, I went to the hotel, and I was in there for like about 30 minutes. This was like around 1 in the morning. My boy tells me, here's a cup. He gave me a cup of liquor, and I didn't drink none of it. I just walked out with the cup. What was that for? The lady did not want to give me my car for a whole two hours. I mean, she said, oh, no, you walked out with liquor. I can't give you your car. I'm like, ma'am, do you inspect the cup? The cup is full, right? She's like, yes. I'm like, so I wasn't drinking. I just had the cup because my friend gave it to me. She's like, oh, I got I to gotta do a breathalyzer. I'm like, okay, call the cop and do a breathalyzer. There was a cop on site. He literally inspected the cup, looked at me, and uh, he told me, okay, you Tell me your ABCs started from L. I gave it to him. I did everything he told me to. They still wouldn't give me my car. I had to sit there for two hours while she was literally laughing in my face. Like, like that, bro, that, that was horrible. Bro, it's, 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 I know it's horrible for you, but you got to think about it. You you come to Valet with a with a, with a an open cup of liquor. What, what, what was it? I'm sure it was dark. Yeah, it was dark. It was dark. It was dark, so it was smelling extra strong. And you want your car. And all I'm thinking about, if I give you this car... And you get into an accident, it's because I could have saved your life. So she did the right thing, bro. Yeah, I mean, but I wasn't even drinking. Like I, I, I wasn't drinking. I had people. Uh, but you know, in my she she that. didn't know she didn't know if that was your first drink, second drink, third. She drink. She did the right thing. She wanted to make sure she wanted to save your life. Because you know, nah, the people I was that probably. Mad, man. I had to. I had to get back home to work. I had to drive all the way back to Patterson, and then I ended up getting a ticket outside for that for tinted windows. I get it, but you got to think about it like this. You know how many times she probably see people walk out that casino drunk or halfway drunk, so she thinks she's no, saving her life. That, that, that's the part that I'm not telling you. She was giving everybody else their turkey. <laughs> Literally everybody else that was drunk. Like, I had this Asian couple while I was uh, talking with the cop. Literally, it, it, evolved into an argument. it evolved into an argument. This Asian couple stumbled right right on my foot, like right on my Balenciaga. They, they stumbled right over me. <laughs> And freaking, uh, she gave them the car keys. I'm like, you really gonna give them the car key? And me that I'm sitting here, not drunk or anything like that, you're not gonna give me my car keys? That's well, crazy. Well, I ain't, got, I ain't got nothing to do with the hotel, bro. I'm glad you had a good time at the car show, though, man. <laughs> nah, nah, everything was good, man. Thank you, though. I'll see um, the next one. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. I kind of think she did the right thing. I mean,. I don't know. 800 yeah, I mean, he had an open cup. I could see if he just walked out and whatever, but if you have are holding a cup of liquor, that's different. I agree. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Monique. How are you? Breakfast Club. Monique, Peace, Monique. Good morning. Good morning, Angela Yee. And I'm Good morning. want to say congratulations on your new endeavor. Thank you. I appreciate it. Way up with Angela Yee. Yes, way up, girl. But I wanted to speak on the twins. Um, what you guys were talking about earlier, I had that happen to a family member. And actually, the twins okay. are teenagers now. One of my friends uh, told me that he actually introduced me to somebody who's a twin, and um, it's on. And the, the the twin has another father. The other twin has another father. He was like, "Hey, you know the person I introduced you to? That's the same situation. So it is not as uncommon." Yeah, and, and it was crazy because he just felt like one of the babies. 
he just didn't have that attachment to. And he was so strong about it. They got a blood test, and one of them was not his. Mm-hmm. Okay. They said a lot of times people don't even get the paternity test. They just rock with it. Yep. But he said that, that he was told that you have 72 hours. And if that young lady has, you know, intercourse with someone else within those 72 hours, you can impregnate that same egg. Wow. That's nuts. Well, thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Hi, Denicia again. Hey, Denicia. Good morning. How y'all doing? We good. Bless black and highly favored. I know. So, I was calling because I wanted to say another poem of mine. Want to share a poem? Go ahead. Go ahead with your poem, Mama. Okay. It's entitled God. Okay. Okay. Every day it was the same lies beating me in my head. Hurtful situations that made me feel dead, and I got so tired of wanting to be free. So I asked God for a healing in me. I got down on my knees and begged Him to come through. My love, my life, God, what can I give you? I was telling Him about my sins and everything that made me feel blue from my money to my kisses, my own lies. It's true. I was telling Him about things I'd seen at five years old. Even to when that man took me that made me so cold. I got so sick of that mess weighing down on my soul, so heavy on my chest. And and I was about to give up, but then God called me blessed. And I started seeing things in my imagination. And I said, I'm loud and proud with no hesitation, calling myself a genius. Still awesome and kind, getting to know Jesus. He was even giving me secrets because he knew I'd speak it. I was thanking him for the joy he gave while he was telling me how I was wonderfully made. He reminded me that I was an heir and how he counted every strand of my hair. Everything causing harm only pushed me in his arms and told me that. And when he delivered me from that man, he said I could never go back. He told me to increase my faith, yet my ego still told him not to be too late. He said he cleaned up my spirit, gave me these words because someone had to hear it. My strength, my joy, my lyrics. I'm not, I'm not even bougie. I just want my dreams, perfect health, wealth, and my own love. Or sort of seem, I don't want the hate, jealous, and watching my cards. Don't mean mug and please don't steal too hard. Cause nine times out of ten, I'm just talking to God. Okay, okay, man. Well, thank you, All right, I love it. That sounds like a Judy Bloom book. book out. I'm just talking <laughs> to God. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Mama. Yeah, have a good day. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way, you? Yes, and we'll talk about Mystical. He has been indicted by a grand jury in his rape case. We'll tell you what those details are. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Mystical is facing life in prison after being indicted by a grand jury for first-degree rape and more. So they said he could stay behind bars. That's right, for the remainder of his life. He was officially indicted on a charge of first-degree rape, and he faces a mandatory life sentence if he is convicted. He also has been charged with simple criminal, uh, simple criminal damage to property, domestic abuse, battery by strangulation, simple robbery, and false imprisonment stemming from his arrest that happened in July. He also will be charged with possession of heroin, illegal possession of Xanax, possession of methamphetamine, possession of marijuana, and possession of drug paraphernalia. Now, this is the second time he's been uh, uh, arrested for this, right? A third time? Third, I think. 
Yeah. Is it the same yep. woman or is it somebody different or is each individual, you know, different every time or do we know or no? I, listen, I don't know who this woman is, but the victim says that she was visiting his home mm-hmm. when he beat her and forcibly raped her. Mm-mm-mm. She said also during the encounter, he took her phone and car keys and refused to let her leave. Eventually, he did let her go after he used her phone and bank account to send himself $150. So he's now currently being held without bail. Ooh, but he is a lifetime registered sex offender. If you guys recall, back in 23, he was convicted for sexual assault and extortion back then. So now, back in mandatory 23? life. In 2003. Oh, oh, 2003. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, I don't feel bad for any rapist. So if he was found guilty and he did it, it <laughs> is what it is. All right, now let's talk about Turk. He's on Drink Champs, and people are debating what he was trying to say on the episode. You know what happens. You start drinking. You say things. You might have said it the wrong way. All right, well, listen to this and you tell me. But all right, so there was a statement that you made on, you you named the outlet earlier, and you was like, yo, you know, I had sex in jail. And then people took that part. Because they dumb. Yeah. (laughs) They took that. How about an exclusive? Okay. Ah, man. Wait, what? Ah, (laughs) You heard me. Now, let me tell y'all something about See, I'm not going to get telling y'all who I you feel me? But if you're a real street, you already know who I You see what I'm saying? See, a lot of y'all be like, he must have a punk because y'all don't got no status, man. I'm a gangster, man. Man, I'm, I shot two police. Listen, man, the documentary coming fitted two bullets. Let me guess, the internet is taking uh, Turk literally. Yes. Y'all, oh God! Y'all do realize Turk is being sarcastic, right? Of course. Oh, okay. Like he, he's playing into the fact that on the internet, nobody cares about the truth and the lies more entertaining. He's simply not trying to get himself or anyone who works at that prison jammed up. And if that's what's happening where he was locked up, he doesn't want to mess it up for folks who are still in there. Like, come on, man! Y'all got to be smarter. Than that. It was amusing though. It's always amusing, but that's why I'm, he's <laughs> he's playing into it. Like he nobody is. cares about the truth and the lies more entertaining. So you might as well give him something to talk about because they're gonna run with what they want to run with anyway. Now, in addition to that, he wants to make sure that people know that as everybody else is telling their story, he wants the freedom to be able to do that, too. Me and Wayne caught crabs together. Oh, shit. See, a lot of people try to turn a testimony to a messimony, right? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of youth out there doing the shit that we was doing, so right. I got to tell them, bro, right. I understand. Right. What y'all going through, yeah. but check this out. It ain't just the A's out there, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. can catch this. Now they mm-hmm. got the monkey pox and all right. this shit I heard, you know. Yeah, they got yeah. all kinds of shit out there right. now, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. So I was doing the interview, and I say something about it. And they were like, man, you bringing that old stuff up. This is my story. Right, right. The mm-hmm. I just heard Baby and Wayne tell a story like Baby say Wayne say on, on here. Man, Wayne was like, man, fuck all the I'm better than all of them. Right. So if they could tell their story, mm-hmm. I could tell mine. Y'all like to turn somebody's testimony into a messimony. Dropping the clues bombs for Turks. Mm-hmm. Lord, have mercy. He's right, though. I mean, he's telling his story. I don't know when we got to a place in our society where folks can't, you know, tell the so-called good, so-called bad, and so-called ugly of their stories. That's his story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a, a weird thing because sometimes people are like, why is this person talking about this? But then on the flip side, if it is your story to tell... Then you're not you're not supposed be able to say. yeah you're not supposed to talk about your life like you know we've all had different yeah, life experiences but, what yeah, are but, books for and documentaries but sometimes your, sometimes your life yeah sometimes your life does involve other people yeah, he didn't have and to maybe say those Wayne people don't STD. want yeah, he could have just said i had std 
Or he could have said me and someone else that was down with the crew. You know what I mean? Well, wouldn't be it wouldn't be that great of a start. Yeah, right. Don't throw, don't <laughs> throw me in your STD I mean, stuff. I mean, if you grew up a little way, Lil Wayne's one of the biggest stars in the world. Of course, you're going to tell yeah, that but story. But that ain't your story. That's, that's but then, your story. But like, then people also didn't like Irv Gotti talking about Ashanti. Uh, that's what and I'm saying. That was unnecessary. It, it's all. It's all. Uh, you're right. It's, it. it, eh, it eh, no, whatever, man. It's people's story. You 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 tell the things and you deal with the consequences of what you say. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Missy. Front page news, what are we talking about? All right, Barack and Michelle Obama returned to the White House for the first time together, jointly, since Obama left office in 2017, and we'll tell you why. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Now, for everybody out there, the NFL is back. That's right. Tonight, the Rams take on the Bills. You excited about that? No, because it's not the Cowboys, but I'm excited that the uh, NFL is back, though. We play on Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dallas Cowboys, baby. And tonight, also, the WNBA, the Sky, take on the Sun. Now, what else you got, Yeezy? All right, well, Barack and Michelle Obama went to the White House for their official portraits. They had the unveiling ceremony that took place in the White House's East Room. Now, President Joe Biden, First Lady Jill Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, and former staffers of the Obama administration were present. The portraits were commissioned by the White House Historical Association. They'll be in that building. And they were painted by artists Robert McCurdy and Sharon Sprung. Here is what Barack Obama had to say. I want to thank... Sharon Sprung for capturing everything I love about Michelle. Her grace, her intelligence, and the fact that she's fine. (laughs) Her portrait is stunning. And I want to thank Robert McCurdy for taking on a much more difficult subject (laughs) and doing a fantastic job with mine. He captures every wrinkle on your face, every crease in your shirt. You'll note that he refused to hide any of my gray hairs. Refused my request to make my ears smaller. (laughs) He also talked me out of wearing a tan suit, by the way. Let me uh, thank my husband, first of all, for such spicy remarks. I still love them so much, man. I wish Barack was still president. I still love him so much. (laughs) Damn it, man. Why do you wish Uh, he was still president? Because I like him. That's all. No policy reasons. No, <laughs> like, no policy reasons. Just because I, you like him. I like him because he's black. Yes. Uh, well, and I half like black. Half, Kanye would say he's half black. He's black, and okay. I like him. He's half black, and he's half white. He's black, okay. and I like him. No policy reasons, though. He's black, and I like him. Jesus Christ. Okay. Is that a problem? <laughs> all right. Yes. When it's a president, you gotta have some policy. Like him for some policy reasons. I like him because he's black. Jesus Christ. That's why I voted for him, but I didn't know. See, all right. I didn't know any better. All right, so okay. if you knew anybody, would you still vote for him? Uh, right now, based on all the other uh, options we got, yes. Yes. All right, now let's go to what happened in Memphis. A tragic event. Four people were killed and three people wounded in a census murder rampage that forced residents to actually stay inside of their homes as they were trying to capture Ezekiel Dewan Kelly, 19 years old. He is now in custody after a series of shooting. He actually was on Facebook Live letting people know what he was doing. I don't wait on camera. I pull up and do this shit. I don't do What the fuck say? No faking. No faking. You hear me? This shit for real. Oh, my mama, Kate, how you think I'm playing? Kate, I'm for sure this shit. This shit so real, my guy. 
What was that? That was the young man, that was I guess, him about on, to, on Facebook to Live. shoot somebody hot, mm-hmm. you know, on Facebook Live. Now, he carjacked a person at a gas station, and he fled in that person's Dodge Challenger. That Challenger was then spotted by police minutes later. There was a high-speed chase, and they did manage to apprehend him without incident. There were two weapons found inside of the car. They do not know what that motive is as of now, but the mayor, Jim Strickland of Memphis, is calling it a senseless murder rampage. He also was released from prison um, less than six months ago, he had mm. been charged with attempted first-degree murder, and he pleaded guilty in April of 2021 to a lesser charge. He ended up getting sentenced to three years in prison and serving 11 months. Yeah, it's bad enough that we can't, uh, you know, stop from seeing these things on social media because these people go live with these kind of heinous acts. But I think that it has to be a media blackout after the fact because you can tell by this guy's mugshots and the pictures he was taking after he got arrested that he was doing this just for attention. Absolutely. You can hear him when he's talking on the video and he's only doing it for attention. Like, I'm telling you, man, there's this book by Nicholas Carr that came out in 2010 called The Shallows and What the Internet is Doing to Our Brains. And boy, oh boy. Yeah, but we also need to fix the system. If he was, uh, you know, convicted of, of what, attempted murder, and he copped out to a small appeal, a plea so he wouldn't have to serve as much time and only had to serve 11 months and then came out and, and started doing this, we have to fix the system. Well, that, well, that's what's messed up, though. He's only 19. So how old was when you, he, when he caught that? So he was a juvenile. Sorry, 18, yeah. Oh, so he wasn't a juvenile. Well, he, was was he? he was 17. He was 17. He was 17. So, so yeah. he's still considered a juvenile. So, I mean, what do you do in situations like that? Yeah, we got to figure something out. But if, if somebody's... Arrested for attempted murder. That's why these attempted uh, murder. That's why. That's why the, not, pri- the, pri- the prison system needs to be a a real correctional system. Like it says, it's a correctional system, but it's not. They're not correcting anything. They're just throwing these you know kids in jail and not offering them any type of rehabilitation yeah. services whatsoever. It's like putting them in the corner for a couple of months and then putting them back. That's out there. right. They should be getting mental health services. They should you know be getting all types of psychological testing. You know, give them an opportunity to yeah. learn some type of trade so they can know, come out and have a job. I know it's difficult, but you also have to check up on these kids once they release to make sure they're doing the right thing. To make sure they are in those programs that they are getting. No, I'm saying they should have those programs when they're in prison. So absolutely. when they come out, they can have something to do. You can't you put them in there for three years. You make them more of an animal than just throw them. Back out in the street mm-hmm. and then they do stupid stuff like this like come on man all right well that is your front page news <sighs> all right great thank you miss ye <laughs> what you laughing about that <laughs> you sound so down i'm so stressed man. <laughs> i know man lord have gracious. mercy jesus christ you ain't gotta tell me bro. it's not like he was aiming at somebody you ain't gotta tell me bro you ain't gotta tell me i feel your pa- i feel you know i feel your pain my son could have been driving to i know on football practice. i know the little ones could have been outside in the playground i know it just gives you the it my just gives you you know wherever i could have been walking down the street it just gives you a different level of anxiety i don't even want to hear it because when i see those things on social media i scroll by them i don't watch it i don't want to see it I, 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 the headline is enough for me. Man, it was a, there was a gentleman earlier this morning when I when I came in and he was sitting there and I'm looking at him like if Man. you make a move and then he asked me for a lighter. But when he asked me for a lighter, I thought. I, I, Man, yo, uh, Lord have mercy. Trust me, I feel your pain, bro, bro. Give me a hug. You want? I'll give you. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I no. want the. Don't you do that. No, no, no. I want the. Stay there. No, that's why she's leaving. That's why she's leaving now. I don't hug her. No. All right, when we come back, not from the back, not from the back. Come, come on. Come. Ah! Oh, my gosh. That was a horrible scream. Is everything okay? No. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
West Side Boogie's gonna be joining us when we come I back. I love West Side Boogie. He's got one of my favorite rap albums of the year. It's called uh, More Black Superheroes. And if you've heard the album, then you know why I like it so much. Because that brother talks about uh, therapy and healing and all types of things, right? So we'll talk to West Side Boogie when we come back. All right, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Make sure to see The Woman King, an epic film starring Viola Davis, inspired by true events of the first ever army of women warriors in a fight to save their kingdom. Trust me, you'll want to see it for yourself. Exclusively in movie theaters, September 16th. Damn, you got a, yeah, I got a, a 14 year old. I got a teenager. It's the most irritating age in the world. Girl or boy? Your boy. Oh, see, I got a little girl. I think girls are worse when they're. Nah, teenagers. that seems scary. Boys are just irritating because it's like a reflection of myself. So it's like I be wanting to fire him up, <laughs> and he's taller than me right now too. So I gotta like work out a little bit. He's so. taller than you. His, his, his mom must be tall. Nah, I don't know how he ended up taller than me. He's just only like this much taller than me right now. Okay, bro. okay, okay. But he's still growing. Exactly, so. <laughs> and he's a basketball player. So now, let's since you do have a son, let's talk about more black superheroes. The album mm-hmm. that you have out. So how how was the process making this album? I know you had said previously that you went to therapy. For like three yeah. years, and it made it a little difficult to write at certain points. Yeah, it was tough. Um, just because the accountability factor that that came with therapy. Um, because I had just got out of a relationship. It was like my first like healthy relationship. I feel like I was with her <laughs> like three years. All my other relationships, I feel like, was based off trauma bonding. So when I lost her, I was still happy because I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a fire album because like. I can make a heart. I can make a heartbreak album. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then I'm in therapy, and my my therapist making me address stuff and make me hold myself accountable. So I couldn't. I feel like I couldn't approach music the same. Now, Man. when you talk about your previous relationships before that, mm-hmm. what do you mean by trauma bonding? Like what was like? Just my baby, like my baby mama. Um, we I think we were just two hurt people mm-hmm. that just was fighting just so we can make up. The making up part was the best part for me. Trauma bonding is so real, and we 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 have trauma bonds not even just with the opposite sex. Growing up in the hood, no, and you dang. start hustling, or you in a gang or whatever. Sometimes a lot of that is trauma bonding too. You all bonding over the wrong. Trauma bond with the homies. I yes, that. that's crazy. I never thought about that. So right Let's now, smoke some weed and go do a drive by. <laughs> you right. <laughs> Bring us closer that's together. Really, the most trauma bonding is I guess it's with my homies. So yeah. On uh, LOLSMH2, man, you say one of the greatest lines I've ever heard in reference to folks trying to heal. Well, you don't say it, mm-hmm. but the woman on the the song says it. She says it ain't no way you still a bitch nigga and you be in therapy. <laughs> Yo, I was just thinking about that yesterday. Um, how like when I mess up now, I feel like. It's heavier to the people around me because they just expect me to be perfect because I've been I've been bragging about therapy. They like, oh, you are your therapy not working for him, and I'm just like, growing is the forever thing. And that's I, right. I and mean, that's the frustrating part because sometimes my growing gets stagnant. Sometimes I take leaps forward. Sometimes I backslide, and that's all the process of it. At least I just think therapy just made me more aware of it. She gave me the tools. My therapist gave me the tools, but it's still a once a week thing. I don't I can't afford therapy every day. So you know and, what I'm saying? I go once a week too, and that, that's the beauty of therapy as well, right? It teaches you you don't have to be perfect. Exactly. What made you decide to go? I was crying over my ex. Also, shout out to my management company, Love Renaissance. Summer f- first got therapy. They got therapy for her as like a Summer label. Uh huh. Okay. That's my uh my label made her whatever. She got therapy first because she was going through a lot in the, with the media. You know what I'm saying? So my management got her a therapist, and wow. they thought it'd be a good idea if they got all the artist therapists. So what's the name of that label? Love Renaissance. Everybody need to sign the Love Renaissance. Yes, they got all the artist therapy. Even they have therapy, and we do group therapy. They do group therapy as like the label heads. 
they're amazing. Shout Everybody need to sign the Love Renaissance. Were you then. resistant to it at first? Duh, oh. yeah. It, I, you know, in the in the nigga world, can I say nigga right now? Yes. In the, in the nigga world, it looked at it's looked at as crazy. Like that. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and 
stylish Nissan Sentra. And for the drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA Fuel Economy Estimates. 30 City MPG. 37 Highway MPG. 33 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 35 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV All Wheel Drive. 29 City MPG. 36 Highway MPG. 32 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 34 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum All Wheel Drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. The stigma around it, like... What do I need to go talk to somebody I don't know for? And when I could just talk to the homies or go smoke or do something like that. So more trauma bond. Exactly. And but, even some days I still lie to my therapist some days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> some days I'll be like, I'm busy today because growing sometimes is uncomfortable. But I know that's where the growth come. But What was your first session like? Uh, She tried to just pull up on me in the studio, like, you know, just sit around and be a homie, which I appreciate. But I still like saw through it. I knew what she was doing. So it was a lot of resistance at first. It, I don't think we got a breakthrough to like maybe after the first three months. Now, what happened be, in the, that last relationship that had you so upset? Why did you guys break up? I don't think I was a great boyfriend at the time. I don't like like bragging about the Zodiac stuff, but I'm a Virgo. And mm-hmm. I, they say we expect perfection out of so everybody. So your birthday just passed? Or yeah, it, it was like a couple of days ago. I just okay. had a party two nights ago. Virgo, Virgo men are some lying ass f- I was being a thought. You think so? Sometimes, bro. And we manipulative. It's like <laughs> it's crazy because we feel like we're so smart and we try to use it to manipulate people. That is exactly but, um, it. I think with my last relationship, she what was, was she? What sign was she? Taurus. Okay. Um, oh, hit it. Be yeah, exactly. She an artist as well, though. And I think my career got so consuming for her, and she started to resent me and feel like she couldn't be the artist she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I think we had an argument over the trash, and she was like, "We're breaking up." And I was like, "Oh, she been checked out. She been wanted to get away." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I respect it. She dated one of the homies now, and it's irritating. But wow, tough seeing that around the city. But that's still your homie, though. No, nah, I ain't talked to him. He act like I did something wrong to him, but. Damn. That's how I like it. And you got all these thoughts in your head. You probably like, they probably been messing around. Not exactly. And that's the tough part. But. Oh my gosh. Except, that's ex- awful. Except. You're not making this better. I'm sorry. <laughs> Accepting <laughs> accepting was not in my control is the, the, the stuff I'm learning to deal with. Because that's always hard. I feel like I always got to control the situation. So. What accountability did you take? Because I know you said it's about accountability too. Um, Just not speaking up on stuff I wanted. Just like. Instead of me just holding so much stuff in and like putting so much pressure on her, I could have just spoke on it. We could have got through it. Um, and I think supporting her more, I was making it seem like just because I was paying for stuff, I was being a great boyfriend. Mm. Like, and I know it was more than that. I needed yeah. to support her and the stuff she cared about and really paid attention, pay attention to the details. And I don't think I was doing that. You talked about your first breakthrough in therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like sharing what that was? I'll tell you if you tell me. Lately, I realized I got a lot of frustration towards my mom just because I feel like she never gave me a space to be emotional. Your mom? Wow, I hear that with dads a lot. I feel like, yeah, my dad wasn't around. I think my mama just raised me to be tough because she didn't want me to go out in the world and get punked, you know what I'm saying, which I get. But I think it should have been a balance because now when I get older and somebody tell me they love me or want to have emotional conversations, I shut down. It's like weird to me. I don't like when people get too touchy-feely. I don't like when people give me compliments. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it all it all make me glitch out. And I spoke about it in an interview before I talked to my mom about it. And then she saw it and, and you know, she got frustrated, but I'm still glad I did it because then we had the conversation about it after. But that breakthrough happened. Me understanding like, oh, I moved these ways in these relationships because of this relationship in my past with my yeah. mom so that was what my did first she say did that change things for you guys 
Um, she said sorry, um, and that we're gonna work on it, but it's still hard. My brain's so conditioned now, and I'm still trying to work on that. Like I said, I'm aware of it, but that don't necessarily mean the change gonna happen immediately. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my my first breakthrough was uh, realizing that I had daddy issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you addressed that on uh, Anthony mm-hmm. or in wars and yeah, in privacy. Yeah, uh-huh. How difficult was it to confront that topic? Ah oh, man, that one is tough. Cause I've been saying it don't bother me forever. I've been like, Lying. my daddy, my daddy ain't been in my life. What I got this far without him, I don't need him. But then I'm like, oh, it's really affecting me. Mm-hmm. Like this abandon my abandonment issues and everything behind it. It's like I gotta have a conversation with my dad now. Mm-hmm. I gotta figure out how to let this hate go that I didn't even know I had. Like this unaddressed trauma is so irritating. So what what was easier, writing that song or actually I mean, I guess you never had the combo with your no, pops. I still ain't talked to my dad. Yeah. Um so writing the song was easier. In the past years, I've reached out. I'd be like saying, yo. But then when he say, all right, can you call me? Mm-hmm. I just shut down and we don't end up having a conversation because it's just like I can never see myself walking out of my son's life. And I know that's why I overcompensate now with my kid and I irritate him. I'll be hugging on him, loving him so much because <laughs> my daddy never gave me none of that. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand. It never makes sense to me. He blamed my mama and say, like, your mama made it hard. I tried to come around, but it's just like. My baby mama could not stop me from seeing my kid. Yeah, I will say, you know, a lot of the uh, the hate that I, I started to have for my dad after therapy, once I had a conversation with him and realized he was just a man dealing with his own shit, like he went to therapy two yeah. or three times a week. He was on 10 to 12 different medications. He tried to commit suicide. When I heard that, it humanized it in, yeah. a, in, a, in a real way for me. So I, I started giving him grace. You're right. A lot and of that, grace. That's what my therapist was saying about my mom when I was explaining my frustrations about her. And she was like, you understand how hard it is to be a single black mom? Like, because I was uh-huh. mad. Like, I feel like my mama didn't chase her dreams. And, like, she taught me how to settle. But then my therapist was like, that's a win right there. Her being able to raise you. And you need to look at how great that was. And I downplayed that. Mm-hmm. And, and like my mom is a survivor she's strong as hell so yeah and sometimes you have to think you wouldn't even be who you are or where you are if it wasn't for how you were raised and the way that things happen yeah that's true I honestly am still scared to heal all the way because <laughs> as a rapper I think you look weak you know what I'm saying I don't think I could thrive as a rapper being healed all the way and I'm scared of that and I'm, I'm not saying I'm right but it's just like you know the world glorify ignorance and it's just like I'm scared to just become the positive n- <laughs> Like you know, what I'm saying, look how the world started demonizing Chance. Yeah, we we had that conversation last time. Chance was here. I'm like, damn, a man can't love his wife. Like yeah, they see? hating on Chance because he actually loves his wife. So in the meantime, Big Sue bopped in Pyro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, we got more with Westside Boogie. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Westside Boogie. Yee. Now, you were being a thought for your birthday. What is being a thought to you? I, I thought I could be Bill Bellamy, like how to be a player, and like invite all my shorties oh to my one place. Gosh, nope. And it just did not work out. And I thought I was being so clean. It's not like I was hugging up on anybody, but... I guess girls just could read through stuff. Energy. Yeah, especially if they think they're dating you and they, and you get invited. You think you're the one. Like, yeah, he invited and, me to his birthday party, so it's special. And that's the thing. I'm re- Even though I'll be honest with these girls, I think if I still move a certain way, I still think I'm the bad person. Because I'll be telling them I'm not ready to be in a relationship. But me knowing that they're not really understanding what I'm saying and still choosing to move forward with them, I'm still in the wrong. Mm-hmm. So. I invited all them there and then the next day I got texts like you too old to be moving like this like they right back, back to the therapy stuff like therapy's <laughs> not doing nothing for you you look lame I'm losing all respect for you and there ain't no way you still a bitch ass 
Well, being that this is your first time here and we haven't had a chance to speak to you before, let's talk a little bit about your journey. Mm-hmm. And even like I know you signed to Interscope and then how did you and Eminem link up? All right, so yeah, I started singing off in church. I'm just fast forward. I was singing in church in Compton. Um, realized. Hold I- on, man. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know why that's not <laughs> You were singing in church in I got to talk about 30 years of life. You know what I'm saying? I was My mama sent me to this church in Compton. I was getting in trouble. She sent me with her homegirl to go to church. She didn't want to come with me. You, know you call saying? it the buyer instead of the choir? No. You know what I'm saying? That's funny as hell. Uh, if a did that, I'd be so mad. Uh, but yeah, I was doing gospel raps at first. Then it was these little kids that was going to the church who was gang members already. And I thought they was the coolest in the world so I became a follower uh, just started following him after church gospel raps wasn't a thing no more started doing regular raps uh, just started rapping around the city got my baby mama pregnant at 19 went to Long Beach City College finessed him for a loan bought studio equipment um, was recording in my mama room for about four years mm-hmm. this white man hit me on Twitter in the hood we think any white person hit us we made it well that's what I thought at the time uh, he became my manager at the time he came from an EDM background he was working with like Skrillex. Mm-hmm. Interscope ended up calling me. Wow. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I know, I'm, I know you're going through yeah, it really going, quickly. But yeah, but yeah, I dropped a song called "Oh My." Interscope uh, ended up calling me. I, I leveraged them like you know you're supposed to do all the labels, but I was going to end up going back to Interscope anyway. Signed with them. Then they put me on the shelf because my manager at the time, me and him, had hit a ceiling, and they just was ignoring my manager. It was so scandalous. But um, uh, then LVRN came around. They had got an imprint at uh, Interscope. And my A&R at the time was like, hey, man, I got this this company I think you should work with. Um, they black. And I think y'all y'all could vibe together. At the same time, like two weeks before that, he had called me and say, hey, man, I don't know how Paul Rosenberg found your music, but he f- with you and he want to fly you to Detroit. So at the same time, I got new management and Eminem took over my contract and like out of nowhere. It's not like I don't know how he found me for real, for real. They said the Rihanna post maybe was a thing because Rihanna did post me like one of them years. So what did Eminem say when you got there? What's crazy, he don't really talk a lot. We, I think we both deal with social anxiety. I'm not even sure I'm supposed to say that, but what was dope, he told me the songs he liked was like my album cuts and he was explaining me those lyrics and, and that's what made me, that's what made me trust his judgment because he wasn't just talking to me about the viral song. So mm-hmm. we had that conversation. I went home and then he just gave me the freedom to create. So that's why I appreciate him because he gave me advice when I need it, but he don't like overstep my creative process. There's a lot you just talked about that I that I'm lying. There's only one thing I want to unpack because mm-hmm. it's yeah. so fantastic. Most people become gang in the in the street. You mm-hmm. became gang in the church. Yeah, exactly. It's a crazy thing. <laughs> that plan backfired. How do you become gang in the church? Because I'm sitting there thinking if the gang members were coming to church, they clearly were searching for something else. Well, no, we wasn't. We was going because all our parents made yeah, us go. You had to. And that's the oh. thing. And that's the thing in LA. Gangs and churches tied so like close together like we all was at church growing up every hood had a church they went to you know all what right. I'm saying so yeah being a little so you follower, was looking forward to church like, loved it. <laughs> it I was really only going for the girls and then see the homies from the hood so when you got jumped in did you like <laughs> ask for God like oh God this hurts I ain't even gonna lie it was one of them things where I just was over there since I was 13 yeah. and they just like accepted me I probably fought my cousin like once he was like oh, are you from the hood now then jump me <laughs> I didn't have to deal with that. I didn't have to deal with it. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's people from my neighborhood who had to like grow, who actually was born there mm-hmm. and had to, and had no choice but to be from there. I walked my happy ass over there and I didn't have to. And yeah. that's like a message to, I be telling my kid. I went through my kid's phone one time 
and he was saying cud to his friends and that broke my heart because like I had never prepared him for that type of conversation before that. I just tried to hide the reason I started gangbanging, forgetting that I'm a rapper. He's still going to see me throwing up my hood in these songs. And I should have been had this conversation with him because like he ain't went through no struggle. He don't have no reason to Mm gangbang. But that's just because the world found him before I had the conversation with him. And, you know, it's tempting in L.A. Everybody wants to gangbang in L.A. because it look cool. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that conversation broke my heart, especially he want to be a crip and I'm a whole blood. You know what I'm saying? So He said especially because <clears throat> of like, that. boy. Does your son realize how famous you are? Yeah, but he still treat me like the corny dad. His friends treat me more famous than he do. I don't know if he just trying to hide it and not make me feel cool, but I'm just dad to him. You know what I'm saying? But every time we go somewhere, people taking pictures and he get irritated. And so... There's that. But now he a little TikTok famous kid. So we go out and he got a little TikTok people saying, oh, that's DJ from TikTok. And I think that's weird because his TikTok is him doing little freaky faces, like singing videos, you know, these little <laughs> little light skin faces kids be doing. So <laughs> what's your relationship like with Kendrick? You know, have y'all, cause y'all, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like y'all from the same place mm-hmm. with, the, with these last albums, Mr. Morales and the Big Step and Black mm-hmm. Superhero, y'all kind of on the same wavelength. That like- had me mad at first. I'm like, damn, this nigga, he's bigger than me. He didn't took my message. (laughs) But also, I want to say, if I really care about the message, like I spoke on uh, with the homies, if I really care about the message, I should appreciate Kendrick getting it out there. Because if not, if I'm just trying to hold it as my message, then I don't really care. But um, for one, that's my favorite rapper. Uh, He's from my neighborhood. And I just appreciate the doors he opened just by being himself. I never expect Kendrick to do nothing for me. He didn't gave me opportunities because just being a, letting me come around and to see certain stuff, being in the studio with him. Um, so yeah, shout see, out y'all to do God. have a relationship. Yeah, not he's not like my best friend. Yeah. He's just like somebody from my neighborhood who's accessible to everybody from my neighborhood. And you wrote on his last album, didn't you write for Summer Walker mm-hmm. when she? But that's gang stuff. It, it, he, I don't even think he knew till after. That's just because you know what I'm saying. LVRN gave me that play. Summer, my dog. So, so when they came to you and were like, "Hey, we need you to write a verse for Kendrick's album, but it's for Summer," I was like, "You yes. like a word? Okay, nah. I thought you'd been like what? Nah, I mean, you're like, happy to do it, but damn, you know, you might want to be on that album. No, hundred percent, I want to be on the album. I was just grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, do you thank God often? Dang, not as much as I should. I haven't learned how to be present for real. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be so focused on where I want to be and where I got to get to where I feel like I'm supposed to be. Um. It'd be hard. And sometimes I feel like I only talk to God when I'm going through stuff. Um, mm. And I need to get better at talking to him in my good times. Yeah, you got to just say it randomly. Like, right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, Bryce. But I'm also, sometimes I be in spiritual limbo because, like, church messed me up as far as the politics behind it. Mm-hmm. And as far as, like, it didn't feel like a, a spiritual place no more. And then, I don't know if I want to be Christian or Muslim. You know what I'm saying? It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. I, I I need to do my research, but right now I am in spiritual limbo. I know I believe in a higher power. I believe. I think in you're in religious limbo, religious, not spiritual. There it is. That's the right term. Um, religious limbo because my spirit is in. It, I'm in tune. Do you go to church at all still? No, I don't go to church no oh, more. Okay. Mm-mm. Can so, you call it church? Can you say birch? I'm just trying to. I don't know. I'm nah, just trying to keep I don't, you focused. I'm not here. the homie. It was funny about me. I don't like code switch till I get around the homies from the hood. Then I start replacing <laughs> all the letters. I turn into super blood. But when I be out, I don't do that shit. I don't know how they do it so good. They can replace any letter or like off top. And some of it is blasphemous. Like you cannot say Jesus Bryce. The homies will though. No. <laughs> the homies do you think will. so? Yeah. They wow. All right, we got more with Westside Boogie. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Westside Boogie. Yee. On the song stuck, you talk about how much you do love your hood and going back. But mm-hmm. sometimes people will tell you, 
it's hard because people are jealous. Things could be dangerous when you go back. What's that balance like for you? I deal with survivor's guilt all the time. I go to my neighborhood when I don't even have to. And then I force myself into stuff I don't have to, like conversations I shouldn't have no part dealing with. And that's just because sometimes I feel like I'm reaping the benefits of gangbanging when I don't have to deal with the cons of it. I could go home while they got to still live in the hood when I know the industry like, oh, he a blood. Let's give him more streams. That's how I feel. I know sometimes when I put on a red bandana, I get more clicks. And so that make me feel guilty because like, yeah, I, I don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? When you talk about gangbanging, isn't gangbanging just one aspect of being in a gang? Though? Like you could be in a gang and never have bang, right? I'm just a gang member. I don't consider myself a gangbanger because... I'm not the one in my hood that's, you know, yeah. on that time. I go yeah. over there and I'm like either the rapper or I'm trying to tell the homies different stuff about why they don't got to do this. So I never tried to, I like fight somebody, you know what I'm saying? I can't, it's nothing to catch a fade, but yeah, it is different aspects of it. We got homies like we just look at for advice, like the older homies, but we got homies who go, go take that trip, who will get in that car and go do what they got to do. So it is different levels of it, but it's still all fall under the same umbrella. What about vacations? Do you go on vacation? Mm -mm. I've never been on a vacation ever. Ever? Nope. I went to my manager's birthday last year to DR, but I ended up stopping arguments between Drum and other people. But I said Drum name. I'm so funny. Shout out my boy Drum. He's on the album too. Yeah, that's my boy Shelly Shell. That's my brother. Why you call him Shelly Shell? His name's Shelly now. He changed his name to Shelly. Oh, it's I didn't not know no more. Oh, wow. It's Shelly FKA Drum. It says, it says drum on your album. It says Shelly, FKA drum. No, it didn't. Not on title. It said just it featuring says drum. It Shelly, man. Let me look. 10 push-ups? 10 push-ups. Push <laughs> Let me see. Now, so they, are you planning look, to do right it? Look right there. All right. West Side Damn. Boogie drum. They did that? Oh, y'all messed That's up. That's right. What's up? Let me get the Let's 10. Let me get argument. that 10, King. You gotta go. <laughs> get that 10, King. Why his name don't say Shelly? Let Shelley. me get that 10, King. Interscope. One. Two, Straighten three, you're doing them right. Okay. Four, five, <laughs> so six, spread your fingers. seven, oh my. eight, <laughs> nine, ten. All right, good money, good money, good money, good money. Nice. Me so mad. And I you hate, high too? You just I blew your high. You out of breath. <laughs> I literally hate losing that stuff. So no. listen, what about a vacation though? I think maybe it's time for that. And you can take your son. Ah, uh, go on. He gonna piss me off. In the first couple of days, he could stay home. I need a vacation from him too, for real, for real. But you should. But I ain't got no joint I want to bring right now. You never went on vacation with your ex? Nah, that's probably another reason she uh, was off. Sure. <laughs> you probably flew her out real got quick. To. For Hawaii, right there. I know, man. I be torn. I'm a, I was a, I'm a like starving artist, bro. I'm trying yeah, to yeah. eat. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I feel like I don't got the luxury, even though I could afford a vacation. You could but. probably get a free vacation too. On me, just finesse it. No, yeah, you definitely could. They'd be like, "Look, we just need you to do a post." Yeah, I just start figuring out I could do that in L.A. It was a bowling alley, and I used my <laughs> name, and they let me in. I was like, "Oh, shit, I could finesse my name." You definitely could get a, a resort to comp that, and they just, you know, All right, set it up. And get, yeah, we definitely could set that up. What, what made you want to put Soldier Boy on? Can't even lie, because you got Soldier <laughs> actually rapping. I was trying to be funny at first in That's the studio perfect. with the homies. I was like, "Yo, this give me Soldier Boy energy." I was just with my producers, and I text my manager like. The idea, I'm like, I know this sound crazy, but what if? Then he told me Soldier Boy Price, and we paid, <laughs> and we got the verse. Wow. Fast. You give that boy that bread, you get it. You know what I'm saying? Money talk. <laughs> Shout out to Big Soldier, because he gave me a, a good verse, and I'm happy for that. Yeah, he's rapping. You got exactly. him, like, actually rapping. Shout out to Big Soldier. Bompton and Soldier Boy. All oh, right. Oh, y'all claim him. He's, he is bompton. Hey, man. It's whatever he say.
<laughs> Did any of the girls stop talking to you from your birthday party the other night? Yeah, I tried to say hi to all of them the next day, and it's over. My roster is done for. You got to start all over. That roster right now is going to even make it more worse. <laughs> How many you had, bro? Nah, it wasn't like that. Because the hard part is, right, people try to wait it out to see to the end, like, who's leaving with him. I know, and that's what's the crazy part, because girls start hanging around. Yeah. Let me tell you, I got home that night, right? So I was like, I'm going to be smart and just not go home with none of these bitches. You know what I'm saying? And I then, bitches. I'm so sorry. See? Wow. Perfect balance. Scratching this right. I apologize, because that wasn't cool at all. You're a work in progress. But um, these women... And I got home and one of them was sitting in my room at four in the morning waiting yeah. to catch me up with another girl. And I like one of the most scariest things. And I was like, you can't really you can't play with these people feelings. Like, How did she get in your room? I left my door unlocked like an idiot. She knew that. And she was in my room waiting for me. But there was like seven girls there. But none of them is my girlfriend. So I don't know why they was acting like that. What's the now, name did you of your let team? Her stay you have a that? name? Like the West Side Boogiers or something? No, man. I don't, I'm not proud of this. Actually. Did she stay after that? <laughs> no. She had to go home. She told me I was being disrespectful. She was just like, why would you invite me if you're going to have these other girls there? Blah, blah, this. And I said, I actually didn't invite you. My assistant invited you. Wow. I didn't know you was coming. And I also felt like I didn't hug on none of them at the party. I stayed around the homies. So it was just her intuition because some other dude texted me after the party, some singer. He was like, I just want to let you know you a pimp. And I'm just like, how? I didn't talk to none of them girls while I was up there. So. Meanwhile, all the girls texting you, it ain't no way you still a bitch nigga and you being Terry. See, man. Where's yeah, the that merch? Was bad, that was a bad idea. <laughs> I know. I'm even going to make some merch saying that. <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a bad idea. It was because there's no because if you invite a girl or like your assistant does, they think that they're the one that's coming. That's why they got invited. Like, oh, okay, know, but they're like, on fear no fact just say that, bro. But if we never had no conversation before that about us being a relationship, right? Just about us being time. exclusive. Like you can't put that on me. Then I got to deal with the guilt after because of your expectations. That's crazy to me. So you wouldn't have been mad if they would have talked to somebody else at the party since you guys. Dang, I would have been pissed. Because it works both ways. Because I actually did that drink. I remember saying one of the things to one of the girls, like, you better not do no dumb <laughs> here. Yeah, I was, being, <laughs> I was being toxic. Now I think about it. Now I'm starting to realize that line was probably based on a true story. Uh, a woman actually told you that. <laughs> no, all this stuff is real. That yeah. came from a real thing. That definitely came from a, a real woman that said that. Not her specifically, but a real experience. And there's no judgment for you now when you date, right? Like you said, you don't want to have to pass judgment on these women based off their past or things that they've done. Yeah, I don't, I don't judge. I don't judge. I just can't talk to women who dated my peers like you know what i'm saying you dated jid or like smino i gotta see all the time i don't i'm cool you not can't wife her. but what's exactly. dated like what if they just if the homies hit i'm cool okay do you ask those questions do you ask her or do what you if ask they the didn't homies? hit what if they just had conversations no, i ask the homies i'd be like have you dated any rappers that's my question <laughs> what if they just had facetime conversations but never more than that? facetime conversation i'm not sure about oh, facetime man. conversation but if somebody smacked or like you know what i'm saying or you gave me or... what if he just gave her that's funny. That's cool. I ain't got no problem. Uh -huh. Yeah, I ain't got no problem with that. I don't know. That's kind of wild, bro. Your homie be like, yo, you know I a girl out. You're right. That's and passing you the blunt. <laughs> that is kind of crazy, actually. Yeah, any type of sexual like thing, I'm cool. Oh, man. Listen, more black superheroes is out right yes, now. Sir. West Side Boogie, support this project. Uh, I, I I love what you're doing, bro. Appreciate y'all having me, for real. You know what I'm saying? I love the fact that you are on your healing journey and you're expressing it through your music. You see how far away I am on my healing journey? No, you're not. You're, you're right where you need to be. You're a real human being. Thank you for coming, Appreciate brother. Appreciate y'all having me, for real, for real. Thank yes, you. sir. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah.
Well, Jay-Z and Jack Dorsey's Bitcoin Academy uh, started in June as a 12-week educational initiative. It was free and available exclusively to residents of Marcy Houses. That's where Jay-Z grew up in Brooklyn. And so at the end of the program on Wednesday night, the residents uh, who enrolled as students got a grant and were each airdropped around $1,000 in Bitcoin through Cash App, Mun Wallet, or other uh, wallets that was funded by Jay-Z and Jack Dorsey. Now, one of the instructors, who, by the way, was on The Breakfast Club, uh, Lamar Wilson, who's the founder of the Black Bitcoin Billionaires, he's one of the instructors that taught there. You guys know Lamar Wilson because he was on the show talking about Bitcoin and um, this the work that he's been doing for a really long time. So basically, they said they wanted to make sure that people weren't pressured into buying or selling Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies, but to have the program as a purely fun educational journey. And so that way you feel a lot more knowledgeable and educated. Mm -hmm. And so they said it feels like we're at a family dinner and like that cousin that discovered discovered Bitcoin is telling everybody else about it. Now, for Lamar Wilson, who was an instructor in the academy, he said the program represented a continuation of what he's been working at since 2013, providing contemporary financial education and inclusion to disadvantaged communities. So shout out to him. Okay. That's dope. Mm-hmm. I know we always have a lot of questions about um, Bitcoin and everything, but Lamar Wilson, to me, is like one of the experts in that. Somebody who's been doing that for like 10 years. And you can check him out on Wealth Wednesday as well. Now, Aerie Spears is talking about this molestation lawsuit that he and Tiffany Haddish are facing. He couldn't say too much, but for his podcast, Spears and Steinberg, here's what he did have to say. This is an extortion case. You know, I'm going to echo her words. We won't be shaken down. And believe me, it's bothering me not to talk about uh, the skit because Andy and I have been talking about it. And there's some very valid things I feel like I have to say or want to say, but just can't at this time. Um, And I'm no coward. Uh, I'm not running from anything and I'm not guilty of anything. It's the reason why I won't turn my mentions off on my Instagram. You know, I'm not deleting any of my old posts. You know, my character's being assassinated. This person has a history of these false accusations. And what's killing me is, you know, all the people hit me up. At no point there's a little bit of, you know, common sense or red flags or any, you just, whatever, man. People are just running with this. And it didn't help with the Lizzo thing. So I'm having a bad week. All right. In all fairness, you brought that Lizzo thing upon yourself. That is true. You sure did. You doubled down on it and tripled down on it. So, <laughs> yes, you're having a bad week. But Lizzo don't have nothing to do with this situation, though. I see the internet saying that, but Lizzo don't have nothing to do with this situation. Like they well, make it seem like, it up. yeah, I know, but they just making it seem like there's like the Lizzo pressed the button. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's the, no, that's I think it. for Aerie Spears in particular, he was already in the spotlight for that. And then mm-hmm. this compiled on top of that just made everybody coming at him. Worst week so, ever for him. Yeah, His own fault, though, for it the is. Lizzo part. He just started weighing in on things and then saying really rude, nasty things about Lizzo. I mean, and, and for the sketch. But, I mean, I keep telling y'all over and over, at some point, the whole industry is going to have to address old content because the whole industry is complicit. Like, this whole entertainment industry really just started to change over the past four or five years. Anybody who says otherwise is a damn liar and a hypocrite. We all complicit. So don't wait until it's your fave or somebody you like to say something about it because I promise you this whole business is a circular firing squad and it's Tiffany and Aries today could be you or somebody you love tomorrow. Well, people do take accountability, though. As Tiffany had said, it was in poor taste. And she does regret it. 
And I mean, so that's important too to not that's right. just brush it under the rug and say this is what people did, but say this was in poor taste. And now I see this and I wish it I would have never done it. Yeah, but that. what's what's next? She said it's in poor taste. She apologized. She said it was dumb, it was stupid. It was something that was done in what, two thousand three, two thousand and four, something? No, nah, like it was like two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen, which was what, nine years ago? Yeah, but that's all I'm you can do. I'm not gonna lie though, I don't know who didn't feel like that was disturbing even then. I mean, a child. Uh, I, I'm, that was definitely disturbing. I'm with you, but I've, I you can say that about a lot of a lot of content, a lot, right, a well, lot. We're of saying, it. in particular, we can say that about this because this is what you know people are talking about right now. Yeah, but so, what's, and what's, she's, what's she next? She has said it was in poor taste, and she regrets it. But what's so. next? You know what I mean? Because, like you said, every program, TV shows, movies, is the, the stuff that's been in poor taste nine, ten years ago. That's right. People apologize. They said it was in poor taste, and then. They, you know, continue to move on and, and evolve, right? And it's I not. I mean, I haven't seen this with kids and pedophilia as a joke. Oh, I, I definitely have seen that. And I'm not. Nope, I'm not calling nobody out. You know why? Because if you want to cancel somebody, go do your own homework. But it's. I'm not it's, saying that's a common thing, though. That everybody. Was oh, it's doing. not. It's not common, but like. No. I mean, it was at, pretty common, guys. Like, look at the movie Nerds, or the, what, what was the other movie we were talking about the other day? Oh, uh, 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 birth with Nicole Kidman. Yeah, with Nicole Kidman. When she, the um, the I little never boy, saw that. yeah, the little boy. She thought her husband was reincarnated as a ten-year-old boy. Yeah, she yeah. was messing with the ten-year-old boy or nerd, where you know he act like he was somebody else, and that's considered rape. Yes, you know what I mean. So we've seen this before. We've seen this. Yes, the, the, the act like, the, yes. and, it's, and it's not just the talent either. That's the problem. It's the producers, it's the directors, it's the writers, it's the networks, it's, it's the production yeah. companies. Like, there's so many checks and balances that you know people just let slide in our era. Don't even sit here and act like it wasn't happening because it was. Well, Tiffany's response, I think, was appropriate. I she agree. regrets it. It was wrong, you know, and not to make excuses or everyone was doing it, but there. I agree. I'm just telling you that this All is right, a circular well, firing squad. That is your rumor reports. All right. Well, who are you giving your donkey to? Man, four after the hour, since we're talking about systems, uh, let's talk about the system that some say failed Ezekiel Kelly, but I say it was designed that way. We'll talk about it four after the hour. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? With DraftKings Sportsbook, same game parlays. You can pocket more cash when you can buy multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with code ENVY, that's E-N-V-Y, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Hee-haw. It's time for donkey of the day. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny shit to say out of his mouth. Just because I say something you may not agree with doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the day right there. <laughs> The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. You can call me the donkey of the day, but, like, I mean no harm. Donkey of the day for Thursday, September 8th, goes to a 19-year-old man named Ezekiel Dewan Kelly. I don't know what's going on in the world anymore, people. My grandma used to always say, I'd never seen a time like this. That's how I feel now at 44 years old. I'd never seen a time like this. But I do know uh, none of this is going to end well. Okay. See, Ezekiel is in police custody in Memphis this morning after allegedly killing at least four people and injuring three others. The fact that we still have to say allegedly in situations like this lets me know how much we are not really evolving as a people on any level. See, when you go on a shooting rampage on a live screen for the world to see and folks witness it, like actually witness what you did, ain't no allegedly about it. Let's go to ABC News for the report, please. This morning, a suspect in custody after a deadly shooting spree in Memphis, Tennessee. 
19-year-old Ezekiel Kelly is accused of driving around the city, shooting and killing four people, wounding three others, all while streaming the violence on Facebook Live. In a Facebook video that's now been removed, the suspect was reportedly seen walking into an auto parts store and opening fire. Police saying the spree lasted more than two hours, spanning eight different crime scenes. Police say Kelly later stole a car at gunpoint, officers eventually locating the vehicle, leading to a high-speed pursuit where Kelly was eventually arrested. But the massive manhunt paralyzing Memphis into the evening. Residents urged to stay home, the city in shock. This is no way mm. for us to live, mm. and it is not acceptable. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, there's a great book uh, that came out in 2010 by Nicholas Carr. I just uh, recently read it. It's called The Shallows, What the Internet is Doing to Our Brains. And by the time we figure out what the Internet is doing and has done to our brains, it will be too late because I think we're too far gone. Uh, number one, this kid was 19, so you're just dealing with youth. Okay, that's number one. Do you know the stupid things that uh, I was doing and getting into when I was 19? Think about what type of knucklehead things you were doing when you were 19. Then you factor in whatever socioeconomic status he came from and what he's been around his whole life. Those brothers that come from nothing usually feel like they are nothing. And a 19-year-old who feels like he has nothing also feels like he has nothing to lose. And that leads us to situations like this. And let's not factor in drug use and mental health issues and the devil damn internet. Okay, the internet is the only place a human like Ezekiel Kelly can feel seen. I'm telling you, these brothers have no sense of worthiness, no love for themselves. So you think they could ever have love for you? That's why that's why they can just pull out a gun and kill you like this, because hurt people hurt people. Now, earlier, Envy, you said they need to fix the system. Correct. I would say that the system isn't broken. OK, and matter of fact, I would say that, uh, you know, people some people would say the system failed as equal Kelly. I would say it didn't fail him at all. I don't think fail is the right term because the system didn't fail Ezekiel Kelly. It was designed to currently keep exact Kelly exactly where he is. Okay, see, Ezekiel is only 19, but when he was 17, he faced four felony charges, including two counts of attempted murder, one count of reckless endangerment, and one count of possession of a firearm. Okay, this was 2020. He was 17 years old. He pled guilty to a lesser charge of aggravated assault, was sentenced to three years, and did 11 months of that three years. I would like to know, what did the prison system do for him those 11 months he was in there? We know the answer to that. Not a damn thing. Okay, we call these prisons correctional facilities, but what are they actually correcting? This young man should have received in prison what he clearly wasn't receiving on the outside, and that's simply opportunity. Okay, what do the mental health services look like in prison? All right, this man should have been seeing a psychiatrist all the time. Get him some counseling. Get him a spiritual leader in prison. Let him learn a trade in prison. Okay, receive some type of certification in prison so when he comes home, he can get a job and provide for himself. Okay, it makes zero sense to have a young man at 17 in prison for all these violent crimes and let him out after 11 months with absolutely no rehabilitation at all. Prison just makes you more of a savage, okay? You're just trying to survive at 17 in prison. You become more of a monster, and this system knows that. They know that if they put this young man right back in the street with absolutely nothing, no skill set, no new mindset, he never had no home training to begin with, his chances of coming back for an even longer stay are very, very high. And they love that. You know why they love that? Because we all know that incarceration is big business, and the bodies of prisoners are commodities. Okay, prison is supposed to be about rehabilitation, but the system isn't going to do that for you. Most of the brothers and sisters I know who re who rehabilitated in prison, they did that on their own. 
Okay, they did that by tearing up the library, reading every book in there. All right, they did that by uh, turning to God. They did that by writing. They they made the choice to use their time wisely. There is absolutely nothing in the prison system that is going to help someone like Ezekiel. Okay, and when you put someone like him back on the street, then he has a platform to be seen and heard by a mass majority of people for once in his life. Oh my God. You think he's not going to project that pain and hurt all over said platform? And this is why so much debauchery goes digital. And I don't have any answers. Okay, the reason I don't have any answers is because I know this system is designed to do exactly what it's doing. And we are too far gone. We've gone too far to turn back now. Things are only going to get worse. So if you know what I know, you better let go and let God. Because I don't have any other bright ideas. Okay? Okay, please let Remy Ma give uh, Ezekiel Kelly the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother are you dumb. I don't have any, don't have any ideas. Don't know what to do. All right. Do you? No. No. Mm-mm. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I dot Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, 
a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements. Along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every single one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com. All right. Well, up next is Ask E. Thank you for that donkey today. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Damien from Toronto, Ontario. How what up, Damien? I thought it was Toronto, not Toronto. Toronto, Ontario. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, they've been telling me the wrong the term. Or, or Toronto. Term. I thought it was Toronto, <laughs> no T, but. Toronto, 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 Ontario. All right, well, all right, all right, my bad. Well, what's your question for you? Blessing, blessing, blessing. Listen, man, I, I got a beef. I got I to gotta ask you a question for you. Okay. So I've been married to my wife for 21 years. Mm-hmm. We've been together for 25 years. Okay. She uh, took 17 grand out of my account to give to her brother Ooh. without letting me know. Ooh. Is it a joint account or your account? It's a joint account. All right, so she took 17K from our account Correct. is what you should say, not your account. Our account, but she didn't let me know until I found out. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, uh... Has anything like this ever happened before? Negative. Negative. Okay, and it never happened before. So I'm a little disappointed. And then it's only when I found out she didn't tell me about it. Mm-hmm. And then when when she told me it's for her brother, and I'm like, 17k, really? You didn't discuss this beforehand? So what was her uh, explanation that why she didn't, she didn't say anything? She, no, she didn't. She just said I gave it to him. Does she? Fe- does she feel like it's wrong? Is is he supposed to pay no. the money back? Uh, I didn't get any of that information, unfortunately. Okay, I think so y'all, you know, 21 years married, 25 years together. You said nothing like this has ever happened before. So what you need right. to do is make sure that something like this doesn't happen again and have a sit-down conversation. It doesn't have to be angry or heated, you know, just to find out what made her think that this was okay to do and to let her know how it made you feel. How did it make no. you feel? <clears throat> I'm heated. I'm heated because it... it hard work that I put in 
to put that money in that account. And her as so well, it, right? Because it's both of y'all money. It, it, it's both of ours. But, you, you know, I uh, I work excessively hard. And, uh, you know, I do manual labor. She does, you know, office work. So it, it doesn't fly with me that well. Because, you know, if her brother can't uh, make his own capital and he can't get a loan... Don't come to me or, or come to her and take that without me being involved with it because our money. Listen, it's not just yeah, you are absolutely, Damien, you are absolutely correct. It's both of your money together. And she definitely should have consulted because what if you would have done that? What if you would have taken $17,000 from the account, not said anything and gave it to somebody in your family? That would not have been cool. Correct. So how do I deal with her now? Because now I feel like, um, you know, you, you're doing something behind my back. How do I how do I deal with that? Well, I would say this. You guys have a good track record of something like this never happened. This is a, a one-time thing that happened. And let's just make sure moving forward, y'all understand this cannot happen again. Okay? Because maybe it's nothing that you ever discussed because it's never been an issue until now. You need to find out, does he intend to pay that money back? Right? What made her feel like she was... Do y'all have any other issues in your marriage? No. We, okay. We're, we're, so this feels like something fi fixable. You know, it's a financial... Financially? No. You know, Angelique, it, 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 it's a financial thing that I think that is inappropriate because it should have been discussed way before you even make that move. I agree with you, Damien, but what you need to do is have this conversation with her. Okay, and instead, let her talk instead of telling her that it's wrong. And, you know, don't say this is my money that I work hard for. You do an office job. I do manual labor. That doesn't matter. You know, you guys are both contributing to the household fund. What made her feel like she could do this without consulting with you? Maybe she felt like if she asked you, you would say no. I don't know what her reason is. Right. But she just needs to know how it made you feel and why it made you feel that way. And that it breaks a, a trust that you might have had in her knowing that she would do something like this now because she's never done anything like this before. Okay, I get that. I you get know, that. so you need I to approach it like, look, I love you. We haven't had any issues. You've never done anything like this before. Let's have an honest conversation on why you felt like this would be appropriate. And then I will let you know how this made me feel. But I would love to hear what your explanation is so we can discuss this and move forward knowing that we can't do things like this because we have a bond and we have a trust that we can't break. Yeah, I get that. I get that. All right. I, I, will, I will definitely uh, have a conversation with her. And, uh, you know, go. find out what the circumstances were. Maybe it was some emergency that she knew. Maybe she felt like if I ask him, he's going to say no. And so I'll just do it and deal with, you know, the repercussions from it. I don't know what her reason is. Only she knows that. And you need to find out. I appreciate that. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I got the information, which was he needs to put a down payment on the house. But... Mm -hmm. It, it, it's just you don't do it and then tell me after the fact no you don't you let and, me know before. and he needs to pay that money back and you guys need to discuss that as well how those terms are going to work correct correct alright thank you very much for your time I okay alright take care thank you, guys. thank you Toronto Ontario Toronto Ontario yes <laughs> alright Damien and we love to hear from you thank you no problem Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Kai. Kai, what's your question for Yee? Um, okay, so listen. So um, I started talking to this dude. Hey, y'all, by the way. Hey, peace. Hey. Hey. So I, used to, um, I started talking to this dude, and we were probably like two months in. So he looked on my Facebook, and he was like, um, who's the girl in the pictures? And I was like, oh, that's like my ex-best friend. Anyway, long story short, he was like, he used to, uh, like, he used to talk to her. And like, I don't know what okay. to do now. Cause like, he cool, but like, I don't know. So you said that's your ex-best friend? Yeah. We, we stopped talking like two, three years ago. And he said that they kind of messed around like back in 07, 08. Oh girl, that's like, how long ago was that? 15 years ago? I, I know, but it's still like. That's not even your friend anymore. Know. He was so unimportant like that them. in her life that she never even mentioned it to you. Right, and she could have, but my head is bad. <laughs> well, I hope it's not for his sake. But um, I'm just saying, you only know about this because he told you you didn't know ahead of time. The girl, you're not even friends with her anymore. Right, right, right. I just kind of feel that bad. was like, your just... current best friend. But, you know, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at this point if y'all were still friends i would tell you to call her you know just be like look girl i didn't know so this is what happened i started talking to him and then he saw you in a picture and said he used to talk to you i don't feel comfortable what are your thoughts but y'all not even cool no more yeah we not we're really not <laughs> yeah so i mean he's not with her you not with her <laughs> right it shouldn't even bother you everybody got a past you know and as long as that past isn't interfering with your present you'll be okay Right, right. Well, thank you, Yee. Y'all have a good morning. I'm surprised I got through. <laughs> I know. Listen, Kai, and I love the fact that you have a conscience and that you even thought about this, but don't let thoughts of, oh, well, he was with her, da-da-da. 15 years ago, everybody was completely different than they are now. Right, right. You were right about that. It just was on my <laughs> mind, so I had to get, I had to see, <laughs> make sure I wasn't losing it. <laughs> no, you're not doing nothing wrong. All right. Thank you. Y'all have a good morning. You too. All right, well, that was Asky, and coming up next, we do have Rumor Report. Let's talk about Nicki Minaj. Looks like she has some remixes on the way. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, well, there's a new episode of Carisha Please coming out, oh, today. And one of the things that uh, they talk about, well, actually, Saweetie's on uh, this episode, and here are some of the highlights about what's going to happen. You ready to get into the smoke? I'm getting into the smoke. Did he really drop a bag on you in the shit stuff? <laughs> so how you felt when he took your car back? Don't tell your business on the vlogs. Like, no one knows who I'm talking about, and if they did, they'd be like, Did they ever cheat on you? Be like, quickie. Are you a freaky girl? Did you think that people was gonna find out that it was him? I don't, I don't know. Have you ever cheated in a relationship? I agree with everything you're saying. Period. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll be at 8 p.m. Right tonight. There. Can't ask me if I'm cheating in a relationship <laughs> and then cut to me saying I agree with everything you're saying. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I will be watching. Dropping the loose palms for Carisha. Young Miami. All right, and get ready. Listen, all about the ladies right now. Nicki Minaj is teasing two uh, super freaky girl remixes. So here is what she put up that has everybody excited. 
Ayo, it's the Queen Mix right here. Miami, Boston, Chicago, Atlanta, New York, Stanford, Ayo. All right, she wrote this remix, though, Queen Mix on the way. And she said at least one and a possible second one. Y'all ready? I didn't hear who she teased. What what, what was the tease? She just saying uh, the city. I heard the city. She didn't say who it is. Oh, she just said she the city. She didn't cities. say who it is. It's different cities. So everybody's speculating. Is it going to be somebody, you know, from which city, from all those cities? Probably going to be knows? somebody from all those cities, I think. Yeah, she's probably going to give a look to uh, some, some new ladies on the scene, you know, some... Some ladies that haven't quite gotten there yet, but they're on their way. Or oh, not even that. Like, you know, she's really tight with Foxy Brown. Maybe Foxy. Mm. From New York. All right. Well, in the meantime, Nicki Minaj's false nail from the VMAs reportedly sold for $55,000 on eBay. Remember that acrylic nail that we were talking about? Yep. And they said it started off, it was already at like $17,000. Well, $55,000. Can you imagine that? That's a come up, boy. That nail fly. <laughs> what, what you mean? That's a come up. Come up for who? For whoever found that nail. What they gonna do with the yeah, nail? Sold it. They sold it. Oh, no, you said sold it. Sold oh, okay, 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 okay. What you gonna say? say? What are they gonna do I with thought it? you said somebody. I was a come up for whoever bought what, it. Did they gonna put it on their nail? No, no. What the hell they gonna they, do with they it? They found the nail on the floor and sold it on eBay for fifty five thousand. Are you sure they didn't buy it? Are, are you sure they didn't buy that in Bitcoin? Let's make sure. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. All right, now, Little Kim is teasing a Megan Thee Stallion collaboration. And so, you know, I'm sure that's going to be exciting to see. But she posted on the private jet with Megan Thee Stallion. You can see the two of them are doing a little toast together. And I guess that's going to debut today as well. So we're excited to hear that, too. All the ladies are doing it real big right now. And last but not least, let's talk about Eminem. Paul Rosenberg, who's Eminem's manager and business partner, has a podcast, The Paul Pod. And one thing that he talks to Eminem about is his near-fatal overdose. You can hear his podcast on uh, the SiriusXM app, on Stitcher, and other major podcast platforms. So here is what Eminem had to say. It took a long time for my brain it to did. start working again. Yeah, I mean, you you literally were coming off of, you know, an, an overdose and, you know, they had to sort of stabilize you with a few medications and some of them took you a minute to adjust to. Let's mm -hmm. just leave it at that, right? So you're learning how to rap again, almost literally, right? Because it's the first time probably you were creating without having substances in your body in, in however many years, right? Yeah. Didn't you ask the doctors when I first started rapping again and sent it to you? Didn't you say like, I just want to make sure he doesn't have brain damage? Yeah, I, I, I thought you might I thought you might have some permanent problems. Yeah, he said he was in a weird fog for months. Mm. And so things he was saying just wasn't making sense. And it was so long since he had done vocals without Valium and Vicodin. He had to almost relearn everything. Wow. Mm hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. And uh, let me shout out to Alabama again, everybody in Huntsville, Alabama, Birmingham, and everybody who's uh, been getting ready for the car show. I would say this. This is probably the biggest amount of cars that we re ever received. So when we talk about these car shows, people want to submit their cars. And I mean, we got over 100 submissions. And if you want to submit your car into the car show, you can email me, djnvcarshow at gmail.com. Again, the car show is November 27th in Alabama. So celebrity cars, exotic cars, old school cars, uh, cars from every uh, area of the country. So we can't wait to see you guys 
and uh, definitely get your tickets. You can click the link in my bio to uh, get your tickets, all right? That's right. And listen, uh, make sure that you go to mentalwealthexpo.com because I'm doing my second annual Mental Wealth Expo on October 8th here in New York City at the Marriott Marquis Times Square. We got so many great panelists this year. We got Nadra Tawab Glover. We have Dr. Alfie Breland Noble. We got my man Wallow from the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. Him and Shaka Senkor are having a conversation together about the impact of the prison system on your mental health. And our keynote speakers, oh, Pastor Torrey Roberts and Sarah Jakes Roberts uh, will be there. And it's a free event. All you got to do is go to mentalwealthexpo.com and register to be there. My second annual Mental Wealth Expo. I'll see you on October 8th. All right. Well, let's get to the mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The brand new Galaxy Z Flip 4 is finally here. Capture hands-free content from every angle with Flex Mode. The sleek, foldable design lets you make your device conveniently compact. Visit Samsung.com to order your Galaxy Z Flip 4 today. Audience DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to everybody out in Detroit, too. What up, doe, Detroit? I'll be there uh, the next couple of days. Uh, my strain is being released, so we are actually going to a lot of the dispensaries. we popping up, so can't wait for you guys to see you guys in Detroit. And, um, yeah, those edibles were really strong from there. They were <laughs> strong? Slurred exactly. Yes, they definitely were. Okay. Well, you said you like it strong, Paul, so I gave it to you strong. How many milligrams is it? I, I did, hold on. I never said that. I never said that. Yes, you did. It you was, said, I you... mean, it was cool. It was cool. I just have to have absolutely nothing to do for the night. <laughs> How many milligrams is it? We have a bunch of different ones. We have a, a 10, a 20, 30. I can't even remember. Mm. No, they told me, though. Uh, he told me it was. this is the really strong one. I don't know if I could handle that because... You know, it was a lot. I'm small. Well, okay. Well, shout out to Herbology, House of Dank, uh, Jar, Centerline, uh, Sticky, and the Flower Bowl. We we appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, can't wait to see you guys. I, I got something for you. What you going to do for it? Oh, God. And listen, and I got a... Um, to you? That sounded, that sounded crazy. Oh, I was like, what's going on Don't over there? Don't talk to Charlamagne. And I got a... I was like, what? <laughs> and I got a... That's appropriate <laughs> for Charlemagne and you. It's on brand. There you go. No, that sounds like good yeah, service to me. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> that's what that sounded like to me. I'm talking about we on brand. That sounds like your brand. Yeah, but that's how y'all talk to each other on brand. And that's how y'all talk on lip service. Bert and Ernie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, I, I got a big deal happening in Detroit too, so I can't wait to talk to you guys about that. Shout out to my partners, Miss Ricky Hughes and Topeka Sam. Okay. And listen, make sure you check out my late night talk show Hell of a Week tonight at 1130 on Comedy Central right after The Daily Show. We've been uh, dark for a couple of weeks, but we back tonight with a new episode. Okay. Okay. Now, the positive note is simply this. People's true colors are showing. Don't try to change what you see or make excuses. Accept what is being shown. The truth is surfacing. This is a time of making decisions. What behaviors can be forgiven and who needs to be released. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, 
assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free at- 